Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Unconventional Christian Podcast. This week, I have a woman who is near and dear to my heart, joining me behind the mic, the Shalandria Taylor, preacher, mentor, prayer warrior, and author. She is the founder of Young Esther's Inc., a mentorship program designed to empower young women through the areas of intercession, intellect, and influence. This woman is absolutely no stranger to turning out a room that she enters. She is also a well-traveled, anointed evangelist, a psalmist that continues to bless the saints with faithfulness and passionate pursuit of the presence of God. Everyone, welcome to the room, the incomparable Shalandria Taylor. Hello, everybody. Hello. Praise the Lord. Felicia, you already know you, my girl. And I am super excited to be a part of this podcast. The Unconventional Christian, I think, is genius. So I'm happy to be here. Yes. Thank you so much for joining me. I feel like I should insert a praise break right here. Just So it's great to have you here to share your wisdom on what I feel like are three main key points and mainly the foundation of any spiritual person's life, which is vision, fasting, and prayer. How would Shalandria Taylor define vision? Well, I think that the Bible uh, speaks of it clearly, um, where it says that without a vision, um, people perish without um, insight people Mm -hmm. can't fulfill their life's purpose. So I think having a vision is important because it allows, um, it allows you to live, you know, it's difficult to live and not know what your purpose is or not know um, what you're called to do or however. Um, But uh, the Bible literally says where there is no vision, where there is no sight, uh, people, the people perish. Right. Absolutely correct. So when it comes to vision, um, a lot of people sometimes may get vision confused with imagination. Mm, So what do you have to say about things like that? Like, what do you think would distinguish vision versus imagination? Well, I think that the Bible speaks about imagination. It speaks about vision. It speaks about manifestation. It speaks about all of that. In particular, when we start talking about, um, you said vision and the difference between vision and imagination, imagination, the Bible says um, in Ephesians 3 and 20, uh, that whatever a man thinketh in his heart, uh, so is he. The word think translates into the word imagine. Um, And so Mm -hmm. imagination plays a big part of your vision. Um, Mm -hmm. we are humans where God has given us such special abilities, um, that we are able to project. We are able to see pictures in our minds that help us 
get to where we want to go. Everyone here, everyone listening to your iPad, even you, I mean, listening to your podcast, even you, uh, everything that we have done has been a product of our imagination. Mm-hmm. You know, the school you went to. Well, how do you know? You imagine yourself. You went to PV, you right. know. Imagine yourself, you know, sitting in sitting in the classroom or imagine yourself, you know, these things happened in your mind before the manifestation ever occurred, right? So right. this vision, um, God, again, has given us this ability to see pictures in our minds. Everyone is a product of their vision. Everyone is a product of their imagination. And the, the thing I think that we have to be careful about is because according to the scripture, he says, God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. That means God is, uh, he can and obligated to perform uh, what we think or what we ask. The Bible also says in in, um, Proverbs 23 and 7, uh, that whatever a man thinketh in his heart, so is he, you know? So how you see yourself matters about the manifestation that will happen from that vision. How you view yourself matters. How you feel like God views you matters. Um, because again, we are all a product of our thoughts. We are yeah. all a product of our thoughts. Right. And I'm glad you um, said that about the imagination part, um, taking different taking different scenes from your life and putting them together. And that's basically mm. what the imagination is. And I'm glad you said that because it reminded me of a sermon that Pastor Keon preached one yeah. uh, Sunday. And he was just saying your imagination is basically photos of moments from oh, your life or, or visions that you've had that are coming together. And that's what makes your imagination. And I Amen. was like, wow, I never thought about that. So for you to say that, that just confirms like, no matter what it is, whatever is leading up to these photos and Mm. these memories of, or rather visions of what you see yourself doing is only coming together to make, to birth into something so much bigger. So yes, yes. For all of that. (laughs) (laughs) All of that. So being that vision is something that a lot of people press towards. Everybody has this, this 2020 focus. We just left 2020. My God, Jesus. Everybody has this focus. (laughs) We made it through. Yes. Everybody has this focus. So now 2021 is that year of recovery. Everybody is trying to get back on track. But right now, how can someone not be under so much pressure to try to get those visions, you know, into fruition? Wow. Yeah. Like how can somebody not be pressured? That's a really good question. I think that you have to, two things. Number one, um, the Bible says, he that begun in Philippians, he that begun as a good work in you shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I have to, my faith has to be put in action to know that God's plan is what's best for me. The Bible says also too in Psalm, it says to be still and know that I am God. Uh, The word know means to become acquainted with. The word still means to relax. In other words, God is saying, hey, I need you to relax because you have become so acquainted with me that you know that I'm going to be the God in your life. 
So for me, uh, especially right now, um, you know, the scene of, of what we're doing is changing. Everything is changing. Um, I had to go from preaching to hundreds of thousands to preaching to a camera, you know? So even in that, I'm like, God, there's so many things that we're facing. There's so many things that we're changing. But I also have to realize that uh, though I am evolving and though I am studying and trying to move, um, I have to know that I can't do any more than what God allows me to do. And so that pressure to perform and that that pressure to I got to get something done because, you know, or, or that pressure to become irrelevant. You cannot become irrelevant if God has made you a solution. You are the answer to the problem. Uh, anytime God had raised up judges uh, in the Bible. Uh, it was always to get Israel back in line. But anytime Israel was out of line, God raised up another drug. In other words, he, he raised up a solution uh, to the problem. We have to see ourselves as solutions to the world's problems. And so as long as I am in God, as long as I'm trusting him, as long as I'm reading, my, I, I really do trust the plan of God for my life. I really do. Because the reality is the Bible says his thoughts are not our thoughts and his ways are not our ways. So even though God gives me insight um, on how there is a limitation sometimes to how far I can see even in my own future. So for that, what I cannot see, I have no choice but to trust God, because if I don't, I'm going to be wasting energy and wasting time and wasting money, always trying to do something that God is saying, hey, in this season, I don't want you to work hard. I want you to work smart. And the only way to work smart is to listen and be patient with my process in you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's not going to be a billionaire in 2021. Everybody's not going to it's not it, everybody's not going to get there. But that doesn't mean it's not going to happen in 2022. Doesn't mean it's not it doesn't mean you're not going to be a best-selling author in 2023. You know what I'm saying? God has aligned us specific times and we have to use that moment to trust the plan of God. My vision cannot go as far as his. My thoughts I can't even imagine how how the Bible says he is the alpha and the omega. I have only, I haven't seen the beginning and I have not seen the end. I am only living in the present in which he allows me to live in. But even in that, I have no choice but to trust God. And because I'm so acquainted with him, because I know him, because I know what he's taking me through and I know the doors that he's opened and I know what he's done. I know for a fact that he's not going to leave me. So I, Shalandria, I am at peace because I know him. I'm at peace because I know God. I'm at peace because I trust his word when he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. I trust him. I trust his integrity. God cannot lie. If he says, I'll supply your needs, that, that's the basics. Hmm. I'll supply your needs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and then he says, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Basics. Yeah. So I believe what God says about himself. And that's why I'm at peace. Y'all, this woman... <laughs> I don't know how she does it, but every time she gets into a conversation, when she gets deep into stuff, she starts preaching, and it's just so it's so I'm innate. Sorry. And I'm just, I am here for it. I'm here for all of it. <laughs> Jesus, oh, just oh, just take take it take it on to another level, my guy. So you mentioned elevation. You mentioned we're talking about vision right now. So when we had a conversation while I was 
a very, very, very appreciative mentee in this program yes. that you put on, child. Oh my God, this mental program. <laughs> so I had the privilege of being a, a chosen mentee for Shalandra's Mentor Me program that yeah. she puts on every year. And y'all, when I tell y'all, this cohort, for some reason, even she stated herself, for some reason, this cohort felt so different to her. And yeah. everyone in this cohort had a vision, something that they wanted to do, whether mm-hmm. it was a business, whether it was getting through school, whether it was just something personal for them to overcome themselves. And I mentioned to her that I wanted to put together this podcast. I wanted to get some yeah. personal things together in my life. And she said something to me that really sucks to me. And she was like, when I wanted to get something or when I had my mind set on something, I graduated from a vision board to a vision binder. Mm, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> now, wait a minute, wait a minute. listen, okay, sis, a vision, a vision <laughs> binder. And y'all, when she said that, that really, it stuck out to me because I kind of envisioned myself when you stick to a vision board, you're limiting the space that you have Mm. to place whatever vision you have in your mind, whatever you have in your mind that you want to accomplish for that year. Why does it have to be limited to a board when you can put it in a binder and this binder can grow as big as you want it to be with things. And when she said that y'all, I was like, this woman here, I'm dreaming too small. Okay. <laughs> wow, that was Listen, good. She was saying, wow. like, y'all, I graduated from a vision board to a vision binder. So yeah. speak on that. Like, what does your vision binder look like right now? Yo, it's so real to me. Uh, because again, this the we we are the product of our vision. We are the mm-hmm. products of our imagination. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always been a very vivid dreamer. I've always been, I mean. I, several times caught daydreaming and things like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, putting these things on a binder, uh, in a, on a board uh, was good for me mm-hmm. um, because it was something that I had to see every day. Why do we need to see it every day? Because mm-hmm. according to uh, Psalm uh, 1, it says, uh, uh, but, it, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in that law, doth he meditate both day and night, mm-hmm. both day and night, both day and night. So, um, it was like a it was like having that vision board constantly day and night reminded me and showed me where i wanted to be mm-hmm. um and i think the reason why i went from a, a board to a binder um is because like you said i was dreaming too small and it grew and so i you know i didn't want to but i wanted to wake up every day and just imagine and turn the page and just imagine and turn the page i mean i i think it, it works to each his own if you want a board, there's nothing wrong with having a board. If you want a binder, there's nothing wrong with having a binder. We uh, we used to do uh, vision board videos, you know, with the movie things on our iPhone. So you can get up every day and watch it. However it is that you need to get it inside of you, however it is that you need to make peace with it, do that. Um, but for me, uh, the binder provided me, uh, like you said, one, a little bit more space. And two, um, it gave me... Um, it gave me more uh, access to kind of see where I wanted to go. Oh, wow. See, and for some reason that saying, it's always going to stick to me. I even told my best friend about it. I was like, listen, wow. 
she clearly just said, uh, I have a vision binder. So that means I need to go right. out here and get a binder <laughs> somewhere. I need some, yes. binders, um, some binder tabs so I can start sticking stuff in this binder because that was that's amazing it. to me. That's it. Yes. That's it. It was amazing. I loved it so much. So on the other side of having vision, you have to be able to pray these intentional prayers for these visions. Absolutely. So give us a little bit about being intentional. How important is it to be intentional when you're speaking these things into existence through prayer? Here's the thing. Again, it's difficult for you to receive what you do not believe. Mm. It's hard. Mm. You know, you know how we are. And this is the unconventional Christian. You know how we've been in church and I love the church and I love everything about the church and nothing's ever going to change about that. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know how, you know, you know, us uh, turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, you, you're going to be a millionaire. Right. Mm -hmm. And everybody says it, (laughs) but if we were to go and put, put a camera in the minds of people, we would see that even though they may be saying it, they don't believe it. Wow. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Belief is a part of the equation. Yeah. The Bible says, whatever a man thinketh in his heart. So is he, I have to believe it. The Bible says, um, you know, when we were talking about James and how the Bible says that, uh, he says, if any man lack in wisdom, ask God for it and believe that he's going to give it to you. Mm -hmm. Can I tell you that God, it makes God move when you really do have the, 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 faith to believe that he says he's going to do what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. It's hard to receive something if you don't believe it. And let mm-hmm. me tell you something. It's okay if you don't believe it right now. Yeah. That's okay too. The thing is, we have to get to the point in your mind of the why of why you don't believe it. Mm-hmm. And then we can start unfolding. Uh, most, of, most of the time, uh, we have this uh, attitude of being undeserving. Or we have this attitude of thinking that we're not good enough mm-hmm. when God says that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, um, and, and the reason why the enemy, I think, uses certain things to try to destroy us and break us down is to keep us from believing, is to keep us from having the faith in God that we need to have in order to please him. Yeah. Because according to the Bible, the text says that without faith, it is impossible to please God. That means I could be doing everything right. Mm-hmm. I could be doing so much right. Mm-hmm. But if that one area in that I lack in faith, my lack in unbelief, I'm not pleasing him. Because he says, when you have faith in me, that makes me want to move for you. Mm-hmm. When you have faith in me, it lets me know that you really do know that I'm your protector. You really do know that I'm going to be your strength. You really do know that I'm going to provide for you. God gets, it is lit. Mm. When he's like, oh, oh, she got faith bad. So God is like, I'm about to move for that one wow. because they're putting, or he's putting his, his, his faith where his mouth is or his mouth where his faith is. Uh, so believing uh, that you are plays a major role because if my, if my mouth says one thing mm. and my heart says another, there will be no manifestation. It won't happen. But if I can get my mouth to align with my heart, that is when I receive manifestation. And again, it's okay for you to say, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell the truth. I don't believe that about myself right now. Why? Because I am terrible at finances. But tell you what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to get better about budgeting. I'm going to get better about understanding um, how a millionaire operates. I'm going to get better at reading different books. And I'm going to start uh, allowing God to shift my mind to the place where I want to be. Because the reality is uh, every, every level has a language. Every different level has a different language. All professions have a different language. Doctors have one language. Lawyers have another language. Uh, teachers have another language. Nurses have another language. Preachers have another language. You know, graphic designers, media, y'all, I don't know half the stuff y'all be talking about, but you do it so well. But the reality is what you, Phoenicia, had to learn the language of media in order to succeed. So even though it might have yeah. been on your vision board, yep, I'm going to be a project manager for ABCDFG, you also had to put in the work to do that. Because the Bible also yeah. says that faith without works is still dead. Listen. <laughs> so you have to believe yeah. it and put in the work mm. to get it. You know, I'm done because mm. I can go on, but I won't. Well, she preaching y'all. G- listen, she going to close like five times, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> This oh okay oh, okay Felicia mm, it's all right listen okay so the five 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 rule okay now, my faith you <laughs> listen you introduced this to me during the program once again right because I myself had problems when it came to feeling like I had to have the perfect prayer yeah and wow. I just didn't know how to incorporate the meditation or to actually feel right. like I had the time before I started my day to actually just sit sit still and be quiet and spend time with God yeah but when I started doing this um 555 rule every day mm-hmm. it became easier that's with really ease. good yeah so I would just get up every morning because I wouldn't feel right if I didn't do it. yeah yeah so that's a good thing so in the midst of that what does this look like for you like how do you how do you do this every day Ah, listen, to be honest, and I think, you know, totally transparent, there are moments where I get up and I'm like, oh, no. And there are days where it's like, no, nah, my spirit needs to be in the presence of God. Um, five, five, five is, is, is basic. I think like you, and I so appreciate you for your transparency when we were talking about uh, your frustration with your prayer life, your frustration with your worship life. And sometimes I think we put an ungodly amount of pressure on ourselves to talk to God perfectly. Yeah. To be this perfect being. And God is like, hey, if you were perfect, you would not need me. Hmm. Yeah. You know? So yeah. I think the 555 kind of helps us um, to not put pressure, not necessarily not put pressure on yourself to breathe in the presence of God, but not put pressure on yourself to have all the right words or to yeah. say the right things. And God is like, yo, I don't care. I just want to, I just want you to communicate with me. Yeah. I, I, I want to know what's going on. I want you to know that I care about you. God cares mm-hmm. about your emotions. Mm-hmm. I, we, he cares about your thoughts. He cares about yeah. what's going on in your mind. He cares about what's stressing you out on your job. He is not uh, the kind of God that is sitting back and watching you uh, go through. He's like, no, I'm ready to jump in, but you have to allow me to jump in. So that five, 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 five minutes of prayer, five minutes of worship and five minutes of meditation on the word um, is a blessing because I think the more that you do it, that five, five, five turns into 10, 10, 10, and then to yeah. 20, 20, 20. And then before you know it, you're like, I'm about to be late for work, fooling around right. with God because, <laughs> because it, it, the more that the, the more that you give yourself an opportunity not to put this 
not to put this uh, perfection measure on yourself. God is not concerned about perfection. He's concerned about posture. Mm. He's not concerned about perfection. He's concerned about the posture of your heart. Mm. So sometimes it don't take two hours. Sometimes you get out a five minute prayer and it has done something for you that has blessed your entire day, you know? Um, but again, I think that we, I think that we have to understand how, how important we are to God and how much he really, really yearns to talk to you, how much yeah. he really yearns to allow you to, to rest in him knowing that you're taken care of. And so I think that 555 really takes that pressure off. You know, you ain't got to read a whole chapter, you know, every morning before work. Maybe maybe it's the first three verses that stick out to you. Maybe it's the first three verses that you're going to write down and then you're going to go back and study because it spoke to you. Mm -hmm. And that's okay too. You know, mm -hmm. I'm I'm done here. You know, she said I got five things <laughs> I really do. I think that one time my father explained something to me and it really meant a lot. He said you know, we, we may be all in the same place, but we're not all in the same grade. And he took me to the example of how you remember in, in high school where everyone met in the cafeteria, it didn't matter what age you were and it didn't right. matter what grade you were in. All of us simultaneously ninth through 12th grade had to eat in the cafeteria. Mm -hmm. But just because we are all eating in this place does not mean that we are at the same grade level. Mm -hmm. We are all in this walk of being a believer together. Now, it does not mean that we are all in the same group of maturity, um, but it does mean that we are on this journey together. And I think you have to know how much God wants to talk to you. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to say that those are, you don't have to talk to God in King James Version. Mm -hmm. You don't, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you don't. Um, talk to him in a language where you can understand because the reality is he understands you. Yeah. He understands your tears. He understands your grief. He understands your mo. He understands when you can't even utter the words to say and all you can do is, is lift your hand. All you can do is cry. He wants all of you, not just the pieces of you that you think are together. And where would we be if we waited until we were together to talk to God? Right. Oh, I'm going to pray to God when I'm, you know what I'm saying? When I get together because of what I did last night, man, please, you better get yourself in the presence of God. You know what I'm saying? Right. And allow God to do what he wants to do with you. It's just that simple. But the enemy will, the, the enemy will, the Holy Ghost convicts us. The enemy condemns us. So he wants us to stay in this condemnation. God don't want to talk to you. You nasty. God don't want to talk to you. You lie. God don't want to talk to you. You cuss. Condemnation. He knows exactly what you do. Am I giving you a green light? No, we all fall sin and fall short of the glory of God. But the thing I, I use, I like to use David as an example. Uh, David committed so many sins, mm -hmm. way more than Saul did. Mm -hmm. But David pleased the Lord by way of prayer, praise and repentance. David always knew how to get back into the presence of God, no matter what he did. D the man was a murderer. He was an adulterer. He impregnated somebody else's wife and then killed the husband. Hmm. <laughs> he did several things. And we think that we're so messed up. Nah, man. Nah, yeah. the Bible is full of messed up people. Yeah. But I think you, you have to realize God is not expecting your perfection. He's hmm. expecting you to be, have a, have a posture, have a heart posture toward him. 
the reason I can rest in him, even when I know that I'm not doing everything right, even when I know that I sin daily, is because I understand what his grace is for. And even though his grace is sufficient for me, grace is not just there to cover cover our sins and to keep us from being exposed. Grace is there because he says, I want, I don't want you to experience the damnable consequences of your actions. Mm -hmm. So I will give you my grace to show you how much I love you in spite of you. The Bible says all of us are born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Not one of us are not born without it. We are all born in sin and shaped in iniquity. But he says, listen, these things that I'm giving you, your relationship with me helps you to overcome these things. But it's hard Mm -hmm. to overcome if you don't have a relationship with the Lord. I'm done. She preaching. Listen, y'all. Okay. (laughs) So you spoke about provision. You spoke about not being perfect. Coming to God. He just Mm -hmm. wants you to be you. Come how you are. Don't come expecting him to really be there to say, I need you to do this. This is how I want you to say it. This is how I need you to say it. Right. This is why I need you to get in. He doesn't have this list of things. He just wants you to literally have a conversation with him to come mm-hmm. and, and the rest of that will come you know yeah. what i'm saying when you talk the rest of that'll come yes. he'll tell he'll he'll tell you what he feels about you right you'll feel it right you, when, when you when you ask him to come in and say okay god now that we have this relationship established show me the places or the areas in my life where i need to improve show me the places where you're not pleased he'll show mm-hmm. you and then uh he, he'll tell you how to get through it or he'll send someone or he'll send a word or whatever the case may be he's not gonna leave you though that's for sure yes so speaking of that that ties into being revived and revival mm. so with mm-hmm. that that moves into fasting now mm-hmm. fasting lord knows okay <laughs> the first time you put in the uh, facebook group for young esters and you wanted the young ladies to embark on this juicing fast. Right. Oh, situation. help us, Lord. <laughs> you wanted us to embark on this juicing fast situation with the with the smoothies and stuff. Some people were right. victorious and some people were yeah. defeated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so with fasting now, fasting and vision, those things definitely go hand in hand. So you have to walk into fasting with a vision. How do you want to come out of this? What do you see yourself doing right. in the midst of this? How is your posture? That posture thing again. How are you coming to yeah. God in the midst of this fasting? Is your fasting intentional? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What is your purpose? So yeah. with, right. with that, how important is it to have spiritual discipline with fasting? And is it okay if you fail during this thing? Uh, it, it's incredibly important because fasting for me, um, we, we fast for a few reasons and, and it, and it could be very versatile depending on who the person is. Um, for me, uh, my main reasons when I do go into a fast, number one is, is for spiritual cleansing, um, uh, because there's so much always going on around us. And sometimes we just can't shut the chatter up. Um, so fasting for me, is cleaning out my environment and saying, this is the time that I'm going to dedicate to the Lord. I'm going to give up what I'm going to give up. And I'm going to dedicate this time um, so that I can be cleansed and so that I can hear him clearly. You know, the next thing is um, fasting for uh, direction Uh, in the Bible. um, uh, The Bible says that when Esther put everyone on a fast, that after her fast, 
uh, the king held out the golden scepter access. He gave her favor uh, so that she was able to access the king to be able to save a nation of people. But she also had a strategy on how she was going to do that. She invited him to the banquet. He asked her again, well, what do you want? She, she invited him to another banquet and then strategically began to tell him what was going on. And then even after that, uh, went on to uh, help her people come into a line of victory. So we fast for direction um, or guidance. Um, so, I mean, again, I think that it is it is different for, for, for different people and it's okay, um, but it, it definitely has to tie in uh, with vision uh, because sometimes quite honestly, our vision can be cloudy. Sometimes uh, we allow life's pressures to try to pull us in places where God never intended for us to be. But when you fast, I can tell when I need to fast. I can tell. Um, I try to put myself on a weekly fast, you know, fasting at least one or two days out of the week um, because it helps me. It helps my spirit stay in alignment because, again, there's so many distractions around us. And that's just the truth. You know, so even if you do mess up, get back on, start again, start fresh the next day. Um, it, but it, it's developing a spiritual discipline in you. The Bible said, man shall not live by bread alone, but out of every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Um, fasting helps us develop a discipline for his voice. It helps develop a discipline for, uh, for his word um, because heaven and earth are gonna pass away. But the one thing that will never change is literally the word of God. So. Um, it's important that we fast, we, we, we fast about our visions, we fast about our futures, about our hopes, about our dreams. Um, it's important uh, for you to be clear and fasting gives us access for clarity so that we can hear God clearly. Now, again, for different people, it may be different. Um, and that's okay too, whatever it is, you know, we just, you know, it, I, I'm sure it, it'll, it'll be biblical if you look for it in the scripture. Um, so yeah, it's important for sure. Okay, so for this 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 fasting situation, okay, now the amount of days, how long these fasts should be or how long they last. Now, people have different perceptions of what the Daniel fast is. Now, the Daniel fast for me is like the most important fast that everybody always references to every year. Every church in America, I feel like is going to Daniel fast. Yeah. But not everyone's Daniel fast is the same or does it go by the same guidelines? Now, yeah. me and my best friend, once again, had this conversation and okay. reading up on the Daniel fast or when Daniel actually fasted himself, it was for 21 days. Mm -hmm. Now, some people do a Daniel fast and it's 30 days. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's kind of like for that as a woman of God, like, how is that? How do you feel about that? Like altering something, something like that. If you see that it's one way, but someone is saying it should be this way and still calling mm -hmm. it the Daniel fast when he really only well, fasted for 21 days. Yeah. I think it's up to the discretion of that leader. It's up to the discretion of that individual. Uh, Jesus fasted for 40 days. You know, so it's really up to it's really up to the discretion of that person. If you feel like God is leading you for 21 days, go for it. If you feel like God is leading you for 30 days, go for it. If you feel a 40 day fast coming, if you feel like God is grace you to do that, mm -hmm. go for it. 
You know, I think it's really up to the, I don't, I don't think it makes it right or it makes it wrong. There are some people that, that do the Daniel fast for seven days. There's some people that do the Daniel fast for 10 days. Um, Mm -hmm. So it may not be necessarily the extension of the day, but, but what, what is consumed during that time Um, Mm -hmm. and your, and your, and your, where your faith is and where your heart commitment is for it. You know, there are some people that can't go three days yet, so they'll do it for one day, you know, and then they'll challenge themselves the next time. You know, some people can't do a whole day. Some people have to go to six to six. But then again, they'll challenge themselves. And the next time they'll go uh, 24 hours. And then the next time after that, they'll go, you know, 24 to 48 hours. You know, I think it just really depends on um, on what you have prayed about and what you feel like God has graced you to do. Um, But essentially, I think it's up to the individual. Okay, so. We're going to shift into this amazing event that you are having okay. this weekend. Yeah. So, so speaking of vision, thank you. Speaking of prayer and speaking of fasting, like this man that this woman is collaborating with, like there is just no way to describe this man. And he is a very trusted voice in the kingdom. Absolutely. Apostle. Brian Meadows. Yeah. How did that happen? How how Yo. did you get this event with the one and only visionary himself? Like Listen, I'm just... <laughs> he's like a he's like a, he's like a big brother, honestly. Um, I admire him so much and I really honor uh and respect him for the for the for the kingdom giant that he is. Mm-hmm. Um I was introduced to his ministry years ago, um, but it was so insightful and so bible-based but yet so creative and so inviting that Mm -hmm. um i've stayed i've stayed connected to him since then um and he i mean he's very i mean not only that but i think to his humility and his graciousness toward uh the people of god and and his dedication toward them understanding um the creative and understanding, yes. I mean, breaking things down for people mm-hmm. to, uh, to, for people to understand them in their way, I think right. is a beautiful thing. And I think his gift, he, he is definitely a, um, a gift to the body of Christ. So I'm glad, I mean, the way that this man breaks stuff down Ooh. is amazing. Yes. I mean, but, it, but uh, it's so profound yet so simple. And he mm-hmm. really, he really has a uh, knack for helping uh, people who are anomalies or helping yes. people that feel like they don't fit in or helping mm-hmm. people like the unconventional Christian. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, yeah. he has this, like, and I'm like, golly, this man is brilliant. So um, <laughs> it's January the 9th uh, today. It's, I think is the last day to sign up for it. But um, d- if you want to be a part, let Phoenicia know, she'll let me know, or just send me uh, information uh, on my Facebook or my Instagram. You have to be a part of this. So even if you sign up late, I want to make sure that you're a part of this because, and I don't, and and I know Phoenicia knows me, there's not very many people. There are uh, very few people that I trust um, my ministry with. There are very few people that I trust to speak into the lives of the people that Mm. trust me uh, to hear from God for them or, or to, or to help them along their journey with God. Uh, And Apostle Brian Meadows is one of those people because I know he hears from God and I know his heart is sincere for, for people. And I know he loves people and anybody who loves people 
is going mm-hmm. is going to hear from God. So you're going to be blessed. And I'm not just saying that because it's my event. You're going to be blessed. You are going to hear something that's going to blow your mind. You're going to hear something that will make you want to understand and love on God more. Uh, and you're going to be excited about your future. So January 9th vision board party, hit me up. It's, uh, it's also on the website at www.shalandriataylor.com. Hit me up on Instagram, Facebook, however, I want you to be a part of that. Yes. And all of her handles are the same y'all. So Facebook, yeah. Instagram, everything across the board, Shalandria Taylor or the Shalandria yes. Taylor. Cause you know, she throws that the in front oh, of y'all. Lord. She deserves it. Listen, it. <laughs> not really. <laughs> But that event, as soon as I saw the flyer and I was like, okay, so Shalandria Taylor and Brian Meadows in the same place on the same Zoom call. I'm going to be sitting, I'm sitting back and learning. I'm not even, I'm going to greet the people (laughs) and then I'm going to close my mouth because he is about to wear. Oh oh my God. I'm excited for it because my first time actually hearing him was at the Young Leaders Conference that was in Atlanta. Yeah, another great person. My guy, Mark Moore, amazing visionary. When we talk about vision, Mark Moore, the elder, that man is is amazing. So he is that being able to experience that and hear Brian Meadows speak for the first time. And y'all, when he did it, he spoke about being in a cave. Yeah, sure did. And him talking about that that was and the way that he broke it down for one the man came on stage ready with a whiteboard and some markers and i'm like oh he about to teach teach." was not playing okay (laughs) he was was about to teach teach and it was just the way he broke things down exactly how she said it y'all the way he broke this stuff down was amazing even the person who feel like they can never understand who god is will understand who god is after for he sure. breaks this stuff down. Like he breaks it down to Agreed. a kilogram. <laughs> it's just, it's it's amazing I mean, how he does Periodic table kind of breakdown. Yes. That's just how good it is. And I don't understand how he does his, like when he relates things and he just brings them all together and it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Like that, like that sermon or that lesson rather that he taught on this cave mentality and being being fully ready to reveal yourself before you do it prematurely like I feel like that's that should be the goal the lesson for any Christian who's trying to do something and blossom if you have this vision that is on the inside of you if you're pregnant with something be sure that it is fully developed that's why God has not revealed you to the world yet you still have some work to do y'all come on this one, y'all, this woman is bringing something out of me, okay? She got me up here talking. And oh, it's already, it's already there. Come on. Listen, come on. Just, y'all, I ain't gonna close, okay? This ain't, this ain't me. Nah. This ain't you can it. do it unconventionally. It's all right. <laughs> this ain't, uh-uh. I ain't about right. to do it. She ain't about to pull me in. Nope. She ain't about to pull me in it, y'all. Oh, I love it. I love but, it. No, y'all, seriously, Shalandria Taylor is an amazing person. I met this woman when I was a student at PV. Yes. I was in the, the student movement, and we had this revival that we always have every year. Yeah. And it was my first time actually seeing her in person, oh, wow. actually preach in person. And from then on, I have been like a leech. Ah! Like, 
this woman it is impossible for me to just not want to glean from her any information that she has any events that she have i try to attend them all even if i can't i still send her a message and i'm like i want to attend but i'm not able to right but can you please tell me what (laughs) happened like anything anything that she is doing i always try to attend and support y'all Oh, I do. Thank you so much, y'all. Shalaja Taylor is amazing. Any woman who is in need of a mentor, wow. if you are truly, truly, truly on this road to wanting to strengthen your spiritual life, y'all, please get in contact with Shalaja Taylor. I don't know if she's going to do the mentor me situation again, are. but when she drops, oh, listen, ah. y'all, we're going to do it. We're going to, we're going to do it again in February. Yes, y'all. I mean, I had to take a, I had to take a, I had to take a break for enlightenment because I yeah, can't yeah, yeah. keep help bettering the lives of others if I don't pour into myself and educate myself and do some other things. So there's some things that I'm getting through uh, December and then January, and then by the time February hits, I'll be ready to do another class. So I want to do it though. We're here for each other. That's one thing, and I, that's one thing that I want all of us to know and Phoenicia knows this when I say we're in this together I mean we are in this together this is a faith walk this is a journey walk but my my assignment I think in this season of my job is to encourage and empower people to realize that number one your relationship with God matters and number two you are so big to God you are so big to him and that uh you can literally do anything you put your mind to literally so you know, we're going to pull up those layers of why you don't feel what you feel. We're going to pull up the layers of of, of, of the, the, the things that were spoken over you that started to take root in your heart. And we're going to go from what's the truth and what's not the truth, what's God's truth and what's your truth, because the reality is we have different truths about ourselves. We have what God says about us and what other people have said about us. So um, my I, I, I take joy in encouraging and empowering other women to really step into who God has called them to be um, because we, we are literally better at this thing together. And if one of us is broken, all of us is broken. So it's our job as a, as believers to, the Bible says, confess your faults one to another. You know what I'm saying? It's our job to be there for one another. So I'm grateful for you and for the opportunity to be a part of this and opportunity to be a part of your journey. You know, we've, we've been down since PV AMU days. And it's never going to change. So thank you so much for allowing me to be a part. Oh my gosh, y'all. She is just, she is amazing. You can't help but to be somebody when Shalondria Taylor puts her hands on you, y'all. She just. (laughs) Oh, you got to be something. Now, God wants you to be something. So. She is amazing. Listen, Listen, y'all. I just, I love her to pieces. And I could not, I could not let this woman leave this room without blessing us with a mighty prayer y'all okay so this is this is where i will let this yes. woman of god have the floor sure. so she can close us out y'all this may even turn into a part two uh, come on right now we listen we are our in so who she keeps going y'all just uh, you're gonna be blessed okay <laughs> listen we in that thing let's pray father hallelujah We are so grateful, God, for another opportunity to praise you. We're grateful for an opportunity to bless you. God, we are grateful for Phoenicia and the vision that you have given her for the unconventional Christian. Now, Father, I thank you for every person that is listening to this podcast right now. I thank you, God, that even now that you are showing that you are showing them how much you love them, that even now 
that as they have listened and as they have heard that you will send your presence right where they are. Lord, I thank you for showing them that they are never too low for you to reach them, that they are never too dirty for you to clean them. They are never too messed up for you to use them. Father, I thank you for your undying love that you have for us. This love that is too big, even for us to con even for us to contain. But Father, I thank you that through your love, your word says that perfect love casts out all fear. So in the name of Jesus, even as our nation is going through what it's going through, we thank you that you remind us of your perfect love for us and how we allow it to cast out every bit of fear, every worry, every grievance that we may be dealing with, every tear, whatever it is, God, that we feel like uh, is blocking us from you. I thank you that your perfect love is coming to override everything that is against us. We thank you for every person that has a vision. We thank you that you are making their vision clear. We thank you, God, that you are developing a spiritual discipline in them for fasting and for prayer. We thank you, God, for showing them the importance of using the imagination and praying. God, you said that you would give us the desires of your heart. Lord, if it is in your will, you will give it to us, Father. So we thank you that not only will we uh, pray your will, but Father, we thank you that you are changing and that you are getting in our desires. Father, we want to be a reflection of you. We want to be a reflection of what heaven already sees. So we thank you and we bless you for it now. We thank you for mending hearts, God. We thank you for changing minds and transforming wills. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Yes, see y'all. I told y'all she, mm, them prayers, okay? Listen, God is good now. Yes, he is. And y'all, this was amazing. And I am so happy that this yes. woman has decided to grace this episode. I'm super, super excited. And I'm I am, super excited. Oh, Y'all, I'm super ready to start editing this episode. Right <laughs> Come so on. I can host it tonight. Yes. But this was amazing, y'all. And I just want to thank her. Thank you so much thank for you. sharing your knowledge, your wisdom. Let thank me glean you. forever gleaning. Listen, yes. we doing it together, sis. You already know. <laughs> Forever, y'all. And thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode. And that is our time. So thank you for joining us this week. Make sure you are following the podcast on Instagram at Unconventional Christian Pod. That is unconventional without the E. Okay. And subscribe to the show, y'all. Available on Spotify, Stitcher, and now Apple Podcasts. iTunes then yeah. gave your girl permission. To have a podcast. Listen, so y'all go ahead and be sure yes. to subscribe. Okay. Go ahead and leave them reviews Come on. while you're at it. Send me a good rating. Simply tell a friend, co-worker, church member, lady in the checkout line about this show. Okay. And be sure to tune in next Thursday for our new yes. episode. All right. Until next time, y'all. This is Phoenicia. Later. <laughs> <laughs>